Pastor Smiley and Dr. Munir Kakish first met at a conference in Winnipeg. In the summer of 2018, while on a pilgrimage in the Holy Land of Israel, Pastor and Lady Smiley had the privilege of reconnecting with Dr. Kakish and his beautiful wife Sharon. They also met one of his sons, daughter-in-law, and grandchildren. Dr. Kakish visited his home and the site of his two churches. They also visited a group home where he takes care of underprivileged children. Late in the night after service, Dr. Kakish took them to see a newly purchased building that was being renovated as a childcare center. Pastor Smiley had the distinguished privilege of ministering at Dr. Kakish's church in the West Bank. Tonight, Pastor and Lady Smiley, Pastor Facey, and the Life by Design family are honored to host this distinguished man of God. Dr. Munir Kakish and his wife have had a dynamic ministry in the Holy Land since 1978. Currently, their ministry consists of pastoring two churches and directing the home of New Life, a children's home. Dr. Kakish is also the president of the local council of evangelical churches in the Holy Land. He also has been teaching at Israel College of the Bible, ICB, in Netanya, Israel. Dr. Kakish was raised in a Christian boy's home in the Holy Land. In 1967, Dr. Kakish came to America to receive his education. From 1978 to 1992, he directed the very same boy's home in which he was raised in Ramallah, West Bank. Since 1978 to present, Dr. Kakish has been pastoring in the West Bank and in Israel. Welcome to Life by Design with Pastor Alistair Smiley. Touching hearts, reaching communities, and changing lives. So get ready to be changed and transformed with one simple message. Jesus Christ saves, heals, and delivers. Be ready to start living your life by design because God has a plan for your life.
Uh, would you like to stand with me and read the Word of God from Luke chapter 19? Would you stand with me, please? Luke chapter 19. From verse 1 to verse 10. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but being a short man, he could not because of the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him, since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to mutter, he has gone to be the guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, look, Lord, said to the Lord, look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, today salvation has come to this house because this man too, is a son of Abraham, for the Son of Man came to seek and to save what was lost. You may be seated. I would like to speak about a message. It's called the Christian message. Now, when Jesus was in the Holy Land, he has two ways to come from Galilee. One way, through Samaria. And if you remember, he was at one time in Samaria. It's called Shechem in the Bible and called today Nablus. There, the... Uh, uh, Jacob's well, and he sat there to meet the Samaritan woman. But in verse eight, in chapter 18 of Luke, we will find that Jesus came from the Galilee area through Jericho area. It's a different one. It's through Bethshan. So he was telling the disciples in chapter 18, uh, verse 31, Jesus took the twelve aside and told them, We are going up to Jerusalem, and everything that is written by the prophets about the Son of Man will be fulfilled. He is going to Jerusalem. He's going up to the cross. But he has to come through two ways, either through Jericho Road or through Samaria. So this time, he chose to come through Jericho. In Jericho, there was a man blind in the verses earlier uh, before chapter 19. We will find that the blind man said, who's coming? And he heard commotion. They said, Jesus of Nazareth. And he started to shout, and Jesus came to the blind man and let him see. And now, there was another person, individual, in Jericho. The Bible tells us this man his name is Zacchaeus. Literally means innocent or clean. Yet he wasn't innocent nor clean. Because it says also he was a chief tax collector. He was collecting more taxes from the Jews than he's supposed to. And he pocketed so much money. And he became after that a rich man. He was wealthy. He had money. But he was miserable. And then... It says there also, he was a short man. 
And the crowd, you know, when they come to Jericho, Jericho is a beautiful city. It's flat, it's beautiful, got oranges, it's orchard, oh, it's beautiful. And he have heard about Jesus coming. Now he knows the ways, he knows Jericho very well. So what he did, he said, let me go ahead of Jesus and let me climb a tree. And that's what it says in here. Short man, he could not because of the crowd. So he ran ahead. He went ahead and climbed the sycamore tree. The, the sycamore tree, it's about 50 to 75 feet high and about 50 wide. And the Jews used to have it like a tent for them to hear the gospel, to, to read the Old Testament, to, to, to pray, to do religious things. So we can see the trees in the Middle East has a reason for it or in the Holy Land. And the Bible says, so when he ran ahead of, to and went to the sycamore tree, we find he sensed Jesus was coming that way. He knew exactly the way Jesus going. Wow. He planned it. He wants it to Jesus. He has a desire. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down. Now, this is what I'm trying to tell you, friends. We worry about crowds. Today, let me tell you, there are about 15, I was counting, in fact, I think 17 people that are in the ministry because I said in 1978, Lord, I want to leave the United States. I want to go back. I want to minister the gospel of Jesus Christ to the people. I will say what I want to say. I'll do what I want to do. I will be what you want me to be. But I want to go. And I went. And those individuals that I brought to the Lord Jesus Christ and are ministering, they are reaching out to others. They are bringing others. And one of them is right here from Toronto. He married to David Maine's daughter, Hunter Hunter Street. He was a house father in my orphanage. And he volunteered one year. And then during that year, he'd go to Jerusalem and he met Alan in the Bible school there in Jerusalem. And we got him married in Cana. Then he went to Belgium, went to Bible school, and then he came to Toronto, learned TV, and he came to my church, ministered many times. I met him in other areas, and he tell the ministers and others, and in Ramallah, when I went to Ramallah, God changed my plans. You know why? He said, because I obeyed God and went there. And God changed his plan completely of his life. Today, his weekly audience, 40 million, most of them are Muslims in the Middle East. You see, now Zacchaeus is important, but in a different manner to the community, but he's hated. He was hated by the Jews. Nobody can touch Zacchaeus at the time. He's uh, qualified in the politics. You know, when you talk about politics, there are people, you know, love it. And, and, and he was way high in his positions in politics and others, but he was hated. And here is Jesus, looks up. Wow. Jesus left the crowd. Can't you see the crowds all around you? He said, Zacchaeus, come down. And he came down. He said, I want to go and talk with you. They went to his home. All those people were murmuring. Oh, he doesn't know that he's going to a sinner's house. 
All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The thing here is, he went and Zacchaeus welcomed him gladly. Are you welcoming Jesus gladly to your heart? Now all the people saw this and began to mutter, he's guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up. Now there is something here. In these coming verses, when they saw this, and Zacchaeus looked, and he said, Lord, now I give half of my possessions to the poor. 50% of his wealth is going to give it to the poor. Then he said, if I have cheated anybody, of course he cheated so many. I am going to give four times the amount. Now, according to the Old Testament law, all he is supposed to give 20% and what he stole from him. Now he said, I want to give 400%. There is something took place in the house when he sat with Jesus. We don't know what kind of a talk there was, but they talked about something. And this man came a changed man. It's not the house that changed him. What changed him is Jesus. And you know what was changed in Zacchaeus? His heart was changed. And when our hearts are changed, our minds are changed, our plans are changed, and then we become what God wants us to be. And here is the crowd, the Jewish people in front of him. He said, I know what you're going to tell about me. But let me tell you, and I'm sure he probably said a few words. Since I met this Jesus, I'm a changed man. I have a change of heart. I am now honest. I was selfish, and now I'm selfish. I was greedy, but now I am generous. God changed my life. Jesus changed my life. And now, hey, I want to give you half of my possession to you poor people. And not just that. Hey, how many of you I cheated? I want you to come to my house. I want to give you not 20%. And what I took from you, I want to give you 400%. A changed man. Jesus left Galilee to the cross. And in his mind... There's a blind man I must meet and heal him. There is Zacchaeus who is miserable. I must meet him. And he's going to be a witness to the whole crowd that were surround me and around me and in Jericho. And they're going to hear about him all down to Jerusalem.
Discovering the Power of Joy by Pastor Alistair Smiley. I recommend this book to everyone, not just Christians, but everyone at large. Bishop Don Apife. This book is a masterpiece. Dr. Kazumpa Charles. Pastor Smiley does more than appeal to feelings. It is a book that clarifies the meaning of joy. Clarence Duff, PhD. The morning rays of the sun are breaking beyond the cloud of your darkness. Wake up now and get ready for your joy in the morning. Order your copy today. to 1 John 1 7 but if we walk in the light as he is in the light we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus his son purifies us from every sin Zacchaeus was a sinner Jesus looked up and called him by his first name look at Romans 5 8 says but God demonstrated his own love for us in this while we were still sinners Christ died for us Christ came to create in us a new heart, a new life, new principles, new eyes, new tongues. Look at Ezekiel 36, 26. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. 1 Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has become in you. Friends, this is what Jesus wants to do. He came to save the lost. I think we have lost the passion to the lost. We are not knocking indoors. We're happy with what we are doing. We are busy with different things. Sometimes we are discouraged. Let me tell you, we need not to be discouraged in these days. There are people out there, they need the message of Jesus Christ as their personal savior and have him. Let me tell you, friends, in our churches, People, to, they need to realize and to be asked, how is your new life? The new life that, behold, all things have passed away, behold, everything in you. I believe there are things have crept into our churches, into our people. Worldly magazine, worldly tapes, secret habits, secret sins. God, help us. If you see and you read the statistics about this problem of pornography among ministers, among Christian people, let alone the sinners. It's embarrassing. It makes us to kneel in our knees and say, God, forgive us. Bring a revival. Bring forgiveness. Allow the blood of Jesus to be shed in our churches and let the revival come and sweep in Canada so they know we need to live the new life that God has changed us into it. Hallelujah. God help us. You see, the Christian message is not that we have a Savior, but we have a friend. This friend walks with us. This morning I told Bishop uh, Loveless about, oh, how I love Jesus. He sang it. I haven't heard it in churches as I travel for many, many years. Oh, how I love Jesus. And also there is that chorus. Uh, I love it. Uh, and he walks with me. And he talks with me, and he tells me, I am 
is all. Let me tell you, if nobody's hugging you these days, Jesus tonight is saying, I am coming to hug you, hallelujah. I am coming to walk with you. I am coming to put my hand with you. Oh, he walks with me and talks with me. And he tells me, I am his own. People missing that hug. People need it. Friends, I'll tell you, we have a message. We have a friend. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our cares on him. He cares for us. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus, our friend, gives us also and offers us peace. We hear about peace conferences. We hear about people meeting. We hear about kings meeting. We hear about president meeting. And let me tell you, nobody will bring peace except the Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ. Because he was called wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. Hallelujah. What a friend. Jesus, not just only uh, he becomes our friend and he uh, walks with us and talks with us and give, brings us peace, but also he satisfies us. Oh, I'll tell you, Jesus is and said, I am the bread of life. And in John chapter 7, verse 37, you know, the Jews, they have uh, that seven days ceremonies in Jerusalem. But Jesus stood in the eighth day, the most important day, said, I realize you want water, you want to be satisfied. But let me tell you, anybody who's thirsty, let him come to me. I am the one. I am the one who can satisfy you. And God help us to be satisfied through Jesus Christ. Also, Jesus offered rest. You know, there is something in our generation. People are restless. They need rest. They need comfort. They need love. And Jesus offers us that. I will never leave you. I am with you always. Hallelujah. When I was on the mission field years ago, I disturbed the town with revival meetings, with giving out pamphlets and sending the teams to invite people to the revival and people were coming. Some of the religious got mad at me and they still do. And they wrote during the time they were Jewish people controlling Ramallah and say this guy is disturbing the town. This guy, he's a, a occupier and he's this and he's this and he's this and he's this, all kind of things. So one day I was in an office of the, of the Jew person who's in charge. And he said, you know, we have a file on you that much. <laughs> I said, why didn't you call me? Why didn't you tell me? He said, we know it's only jealous. We know you don't do anything wrong. And let me tell you, God help us regardless what we do. He can help us. He's our friend. He heals our bodies. He raised me from the dead at one time. God can raise us from every sickness. He is our healer. I am the God that healed thee. By his stripes we are healed. Oh, I don't have time to tell about the stories on the mission field that people just, you don't need to bring any veterans to bring you healing. You know, I always tell them, the spirit of God when it's there, God will come as you Lift up your hands, say, Lord, heal me. He'll heal you right there. Because he's right there by his Holy Spirit. 
And finally, friends, the Christian message is not we have a friend or we have a savior, but we have hope. Amen. You know, many philosophers and philosophers and prophets and political parties have messages. But instead of giving hope, they offer dreams that never come to reality. In our country, when you come to visit, you will visit graves. Like in Hebron, the grave of Abraham, Jacob, and Isaac. If you come to Bethlehem, Rachel's tomb, there are soldiers guarding the tombs. But when you come to the garden tomb where Jesus was buried, there are no guards guarding the tomb. Because Jesus said to, the, to Mary, why are you looking for the living among the dead? He is risen! He is risen! He is risen! Hallelujah! Praise the Lord! The rest of them are dead, but he's alive! He's alive! He's alive! This same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. Hallelujah. He's coming back. He's coming back. And you know what? What a hope we have. In Revelation 21.4, he will wipe every tear. You know, there are times, sometimes while I preach, I will cry. Because I am so passionate to the people. I want to accept Christ. I want to live for Jesus. Sometimes we just wipe. But he will wipe every tear from our eyes. There will be no more death. No more mourning, no more crying or pain. Oh, I love that song. What a day that will be when my Jesus I shall see. I shall look upon his face, the one who saved me by his grace. When he takes me by the hand and leads me to the promised land what a day what a day that will be hallelujah oh what a day that's our hope that's why the christian message is important it's simple savior friend hope and that's what the world need savior friend and hope this is what i need savior friend and hope and if we have hope we have everything. Hallelujah. You know, they talk about the people that commit suicide. You know why they commit suicide? They lose hope. They lose hope. Pastors, bishops, ministers, let's give hope to our people in our churches. Let's give hope to ourselves to realize that Jesus is on our side and he's helping us. Hallelujah. What a friend. That's why, because we have this message, we need to go and tell it. The Christian message compels us to reach the people of the world. This has been a presentation of Life by Design with Pastor Alistair Smiley, where God is turning impossibilities into reality. Please drop us a line. Send us your prayer request at the address shown on the screen. Thank you for watching.